Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Please join me for Ask the Good Doctor. Each and every Wednesday, Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire will present solid solutions to create a healthy new you. Bring your questions. Welcome, welcome. It's Wellness Wednesday. I'm Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire, and welcome to Ask the Good Doctor. Please join me on Twitter and X at Ask the Good Doc, on Instagram and Facebook at Ask the Good Doctor. I'd love for you to jump into this conversation today. Have we got a good one for you? I want to talk to you about a topic. Yeah, something that has been swirling around these airwaves and the internet. The question is this, is sugar friend or foe? That's the question. Is sugar friend or foe? I'm going to tell you as a naturopathic doctor, Houston, we have a problem. America is hooked on sugar. To be specific, approximately 75% of Americans eat excess amounts of sugar, many of whom could be classified as having a sugar addiction. I'm asking you the question, would I classify you as having a sugar addiction? If I gave your body the mic, would it say, stop eating so much sugar, honey? How do I know? Many patients arrive in my office with the following symptoms from eating too much sugar. High rates of obesity, high blood sugar, high blood pressure, inflammation and clogging of the arteries. Bottom line, sugar makes your organs fat, which leads to heart disease, wreaks havoc on your cholesterol, is linked to Alzheimer's disease, yes, Alzheimer's disease, and turns you into a sugar addict and disables your appetite control because that's why you want more sugar and more sugar and more sugar. And ultimately, guess what? It makes you depressed. Did you ever consider that sugar is a factor in depression? How about we can lick the depression issue in this nation if we will deal with the fact that it has everything to do with sugar. All of these issues are risk factors for heart disease and an unhealthy heart can make you sick and make you susceptible to heart attacks. So here are the basic categories of sweeteners and some examples. Granulated sugar is the type of sugar most people are most familiar with. It is also known as white table sugar. It's refined, you all. It's what's most commonly used in baking and cooking recipes. Granulated sugar, good old domino, comes from the sugarcane plant and is 100% sucrose. Then there's high fructose corn syrup, which is a sugar-based sweetener used in processed food and drinks in the United States. Let me repeat that. High fructose corn syrup 
is a sugar-based sweetener used in processed food and drinks in the U.S. High fructose corn syrup is not used anywhere else in the world except America. That is a problem. Let me take this moment to break down table sugar as well, because table sugar is problematic because if you've ever been down south and romped around in sugarcane fields and ripped some right out of the ground and put it in your mouth and sucked out that yummy goodness, you'll find out that sugarcane is brown, not white. So granulated sugar is also a problem because it has been bleached white. No one talks about that, but I'm here to tell you. Another form of sugar are the sugar alcohols, xylitol and erythritol. Then we have the artificial sweeteners that everyone's running to, the saccharin, aspartame, sucralose, known as sweet and low in the pink pack, that's saccharin, equal in the blue pack, that's aspartame, Splenda in the yellow pack is sucralose, and these artificial sugars are 400 times sweeter than cane sugar. But natural sugars from maple syrup, honey, and agave, that's better for you. But I take pause with agave because agave is burned tequila. It is the plant that is burned. And the light version of it, because there's light, medium, and dark. The light version of it hasn't been burned as much. The medium version has been burned a little bit. The darker version, which is the sweetest version, has been burned a lot. Just a little sidebar there. The natural sweeteners, stevia, monk fruit, allulose, those are all natural sweeteners. Let me go back for a minute to the artificial sweeteners, the pink pack, the blue pack, and the yellow pack. Those sweeteners were all made by pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. The scientist was working on a particular drug in every instance. You don't believe me? Grab one of those packs, turn over the back, and you're going to see the name of a pharmaceutical company not a food company. The scientist in one instance was eating his lunch. And when he realized that the substance on his fingers was sweet, he thought, oh, I'm onto something. Okay. Then one scientist was smoking in the lab while he was working on something. And he realized that what was on his finger was sweet. The other scientist licked his finger probably to turn the page in a notebook and realize that what he licked off of his finger was sweet. And voila, artificial sweeteners were born by accident. Interesting, isn't it? Here's an experiment to work alongside of nature instead of defying it. This is what I want to encourage you to be able to do always. I'm going to always give you a natural alternative. Take four small bowls outside. Take one pack of the blue, one pack of the pink, one pack of the yellow, and pour them in each bowl singularly. Then take regular table sugar 
and put it in a bowl by itself. You want to get fancy, use some more bowls. Put maple syrup in one and put, uh, put honey in one and put brown sugar in another. Just leave it outside, let's say overnight or even for an hour. Come back to those bowls and what you are going to see is bugs in the brown sugar, the maple syrup, the honey. You're going to see bugs all in it. They're going to end in the white sugar. You are not going to see any bugs in the Splenda, the Equal, or the Sweet and Low. The bugs won't even touch it. We need to take our cues from nature when embarking on the wellness journey. That's what it is the best thing to do. So what kind of sweeteners can you use instead? Stevia. What is it? It's an extract from South America, and this sweetener has zero calories, zero calories naturally. Yes, hundreds of studies have shown it to be safe, and it is generally recognized as safe from the FDA. And what do we know about it? Is that it has little to no effect on spiking the glycemic index, so diabetics can safely consume stevia. What's it good for? Stevia is in a lot of sugar-free and low-sugar foods. You can buy it in granulated packages, in the raw, or as liquid. Now, here's something I want to share with you that you probably have never heard this term before, but it you have eaten it before. It's called allulose. What is allulose? It's found naturally in dried fruits like apricots and figs and prunes and brown sugar and maple syrup. That is the sugar that's in those items. What do we know about it? Is that it's not readily metabolized in the body. So after being absorbed in the small intestines, it is excreted in the pee. In people with diabetes, swapping allulose for sugar can decrease glucose numbers by nearly 10%. Why? Because allulose inhibits some digestive enzymes that break down sugars produced from carbs. Isn't that good news? We want anything to break down that interferes with those carbs. We want to break it down, break it down, break it down, right? What's it good for? Allulose is 70% as sweet as cane sugar because you know maple sugar and brown sugar is pretty sweet. Up next is monk fruit. Yeah, that's the new craze. Monk fruit a subtropical melon from Asia. And its green melon contains a group of antioxidant chemicals, which is 250 times as sweet as sucrose, which is that white sugar, and has zero calories. What do we know about monk fruit? It has found little impact on the glucose measurements. Monk fruit is often paired with stevia, and we want to avoid any monk fruit products that are combined with sugar alcohols, erythritol and xylitol, which can cause gastrointestinal upset. And you can use monk fruit liquid drops and it'll blend well in your tea and in your smoothies. But I have for us today, a guest who is with us, who's going to talk about her journey and how she ditched sugar because her body was starting to feel the negative effects. So this is a segment I like to call testimony time. And with us today to offer her story is the one and the only fabulous 
Tracy Moore. <laughs> oh, hey, LaJoyce, Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire. Listen, and Tracy Ooh. Moore is the host of Inside the Black Box. Yes, and it airs on Crackle TV. Download the app for free. And second season is um, streaming now on Fox Soul. And I co-host that with Emmy Award winning Joe Morton. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because, see, you have to do this work as an acting coach and as a television host. You have to be well prepared. You have to have your energy. You have to be upbeat. And you don't have time to be sick. Tell me about your journey, Tracy. And when did you know that you were in trouble physically with your health? Um, I knew I was in trouble when um, we shot season two in July of this year. Um, was it this year? Um, I apologize. July 22. And in October, um, I was having some issues in my right hip. I had some pain, sharp pains when I walked. And after we shot the show in October, I went to the doctor and got x-rays and they said that I allegedly had arthritis in my right hip. And I said, wow, that's interesting. And they showed me the x-ray and they said that, you know, there was like the cartilage had been worn. And um, so I said, well, what are my options? They said, your options are to take some pain pills which I did because I was in excruciating pain by then. Mm-hmm. I would say on a, literally on a scale of one to 20, I was a 20. Wow. And, and I was on a cane and I would have to walk a couple of steps and, you know, in my house, I hopped. I want you to pause right there. Tracy, you said you were on a cane? Yes. It was that not, bad. You had to walk with a cane. Not, so, I mean, I had, my son purchased an indoor cane and I had an outdoor cane. So, um, um, I mean, and, and this pain was consistent through the holidays. I was not in that spirit. Uh, a lot of, most of my time was, um, laying down, elevating, trying to do, um, PT, but it was excruciating. So my second, so the pills worked, I believed the first day because I was so desperate and it was a mind thing because I was like, Oh my God, I can do this. Right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, I took the pills for about a week and it just felt like every time I took them, they would less and less and less deal with the pain. Um, so then my second option was cortisone shots every three to six months, maybe depending upon the pain he said. And then my last option was hip replacement and I don't consider myself having an ego, but my inner voice is like, we're too young for that. Like, we're not doing that. And so when I asked, you know, will the cartilage grow back or how can I do this? There was no other option than the three options in which he presented to me. Mm. That's when, and, and I said, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to go home and do research and figure this out because When I first got to New York in 1983, one of the things that I loved was walking, walking in Central Park, walking in Harlem, just a walk, I'm a walker. And I could not imagine not walking around New York, not walking around Brooklyn. And I said, you know, and then I have a 10 year old granddaughter and we go all the time and it was just limiting everything. And 
when you don't feel good, you right. don't feel spiritually, mentally good. Right. I didn't like that feeling either because I didn't want my feelings to feel like they were being contrived and like I was being happy. Like, mm -hmm. so I came home LaJoyce and I turned on YouTube on the TV and I just said, what causes inflammation? That's all I said. And everything that came up and popped up was sugar. Come and on. Every, it's like, you know, you would, um, it would, there would be, um, a video of, you know, the five things that you shouldn't have that cause inflammation. Right. And the first thing is sugar. sugar. Right? So then I said, well, let me, let me investigate sugar. Right. I apologize. I live in Brooklyn. So I put sugar in. And my Lord, that's when, that when, that's when the reality, it was like, and this is really important. And I know that this is something that you talk about as well, but you have to get your mind right. Yes, and prayerfully before something happens that forces you to get your mind right. So I felt very grateful that I was starting to be in this state of mind. I've had a beautiful life and relationship with sugar for X amount of certain years. I, I want you to pause age. right here. Talk to me about your sugar consumption up until that oh. point. Um, I was literally, I'm born and raised in San Francisco and I literally feel like I was raised on C's candy. Anybody that knows C's candy in California, like every Saturday, downtown San Francisco, like a crackhead. I had and Butterscotch Squares, I, I knew all of the, the titles of the candy. I grew up very, my mother had an extreme sweet tooth. So I grew up on old, like if you go in New York to Dylan's, they have like the vintage candy. So she had like the, um, it was called Hunk, Big Hunk. Mm. And, oh, it was just nugget and, and peanuts in it. So it ripped at your enamel. Oh my gosh. Um, I grew up when they first, uh, now... And later's came out the um, yep, nerf, yes. the cracking pop candy. So, and then my mother and my aunts are from the south. So, Seven Up cake, sake to me cake, sweet potato pie, mm -hmm. everything. So, the the thing that wasn't consistent, and I was really proud of myself that I had um, cut soda out of my life, and just okay. that was something that I just felt like ah. Eh, I didn't need that. And then looking at the YouTube and you see sugar, it's 70 grams. And I don't know if people know what that looks like, but when you see how much sugar that is in a can. That's a lot of sugar in a can of, in one can of pop. Oh, so I have always, and then there's comfort in, this is the addiction, but there's comfort in sweets. You have a brownie, yes. cup of coffee, tea, all snuggly, you know. Yes. Um, watching TV, caramel corn, the <laughs> butter. Yeah, okay. So, yes. yeah, I was definitely addicted, and I was at the point in my life where I really wanted to change my life. And I wanted to, my the doctors, my primary doctor and the orthopedic doctor, both of them, when I said, 
I want to do some research. And then I came back, I had lost 34 pounds. And the doctor was like, well, my primary, well, what happened? I said, I cut sugar out. And this, I was three months in. And she was like, really, really? And I said, really, really? (laughs) I said, what, is this in the oath where you can't talk about it? But come on, (laughs) you, you would encourage me? And she was like, well, I'm just saying in moderation. I said, in nothing ration. Okay, come on. Come on, Tracy. No, because you, if you can tell me one positive, great thing that refined white bleach sugar does for me, then I'll do it. Okay. Crickets. So I was like, I'm on to something. I'm on to something. And then um, this past March, when I came in, and that was the other thing. I, um, I had high blood pressure, and she was threatening to put me on high blood pressure pills. And I definitely said, I'm not doing that. Right. But I did say to her, I just want you to introduce me to the person who doesn't have high blood pressure in 2023 and just walks the earth like, but anyway, I'm sure it's possible. And I know through you, it is. So (laughs) in March, when I came back, um, they were really blown away. He he was the orthopedic doctor was like, Oh my God, what did you do? What did you do? And I said, sugar. I told you I cut sugar. out, And I don't replenish it. At that point, how much weight had you lost the second visit? The second visit was 107 pounds. Wow. I I apologize. The second visit was um, 104 pounds, 104. Wow. 104. And the the thing is, is that both of my children who are adults, they experience this every day. They saw the pain that I was in. My daughter was doing so much research to just find anything, right? She literally got to the point where she was like, mom, just get the car. Smoke weed, mom. Smoke weed. Right? <laughs> I swear, this is my daughter. This is my daughter. <gasps> so, and Miles, you know, getting the canes and making sure that if I had to travel, he was with me to make sure I was okay. Like they really rallied around and 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 they saw. So when they see me now, and well, they- Tracy, I mm-hmm. I want to know what a day in your life looks like. So, did you go through your cabinet? and just throw away everything that had sugar in it? Yeah. Tell us. So um, the, the, the first thing was getting my mind right and ending the relationship with sugar. The second thing was to pray for discipline. I want you to stop right there. I want you to stop right there. The fact that you took the time to get your mind right through prayer for discipline that is the first step. What did you say to yourself? I said, Tracy, is it more important for you to eat and believe that this is the only way you can enjoy sugar? There's no alternative. And I said, um, I've had a great X amount of years. I'm grateful. But there has to be a certain way. And if this other way is going to allow me to go to the park again with Soraya and all of that, I'm going to do it. I will I will change my palate. And that's what I did. I I enjoy drinking water so much. Um, yes. You know, water just became something different for me. And then um, I was introduced to mushroom coffee, love mushroom coffee. And mm. so, yeah. And without, um, you know, a creamer or anything, I put my sea moss 
in I put my sea moss in the mushroom coffee or soursop tea. Okay. Were That's you previously a water drinker? Not to the extent I am now. No. Okay. No. All right. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Step number one, you got your mind right and prayed for discipline. And prayed for discipline. Step number two. Um, I sat in, I sit in gratitude for the discipline, for being able to get my mind right. And then you have to, you, you feel the difference. This is where the feeling thing comes in, because if you don't feel good, you don't want to hear meditation. You don't want to hear, take some restart. You don't want to hear, you just, my pain, my right hip. So in sitting in gratitude, I was also sitting in alignment with the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so things were happening immediately. And I documented this stuff with Joyce because my class witnessed it. So when I, I was in probably, I had lost about, it was very visible. I had lost maybe let's say 50, 60 pounds. And it was my first live class and some of them from the show. And one of the things that, um, so prior to coming to the, to class on Saturday, on Friday, I randomly think about a spirited actor, just random, right? Mm -hmm. This one particular day, I thought about this student. Her name is Maria Lowe, and she's Caucasian. And I just thought, Maria Lowe. I haven't talked to Maria. That, by the time I had finished the thought, I checked my email, and she had emailed me. Wow. She has this beautiful, she's in the wellness just like you. And so I wanted her to talk about Reiki. And um, there, I've been looking into traumatic masseuse. Yes. You know, um, what that is, all of this, right? So she has this amazing website and she wanted to talk to me. So I was like, oh my God, I just thought of it, right? But when you tell people, I just said your name, people are like, ah, right? So I, that was my example, right? I go to class that Saturday and I'm telling the class this story. Hmm. My phone, which I never have the ringer on. I never have my ringer on unless it's honestly delivery, food delivery or something, right? (laughs) But I never have my phone on in class. My phone rang. And as I'm talking to the class, I say, you know, her name and blah, blah, blah. My phone rings. I get my ring, my phone. I don't even say anything with Joyce. I turn my phone to the class and it says Maria Lowe. Okay. So your class got up and started running some people. So you are saying then that dismissing sugar in your life also affected your clarity. Right. And it also affected your cognition. Right. Cleared out the cobwebs in your mind and your body and your spirit. Right. So now you have a deeper connection. Right. With with yourself. 
with yourself because I've always had a spiritual connection. That's what brought me out here. I came on the wings of, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That was my mantra. Like I would say it so much that I didn't know I was saying it when I was saying it. Right. So that was very, very strong foundation. However, in this experience, what I realized is that sugar is such a distraction because there is an immediate connection and alignment to us in spirit, whatever mm-hmm. your religious belief is. When you don't have any clarity, when you have no fog, then it's expeditiously. like It's like in the secret where they say, if we actually manifested every thought that we had, here's this elephant, right? But that's yes. how it happens. And for me, the blessing was my children to see it, to say, she... Mm, it's got to be the sugar. It's got to be the sugar. Now, your cabinets, your refrigerator oh, at home. Right. Um, what was mainly, that clean out process for you? It just, I didn't, this is the thing. I didn't um, start this journey in consciously losing weight. I started. Of course not. No, but, but I'm saying that um, when, you know, I was at a different weight. And whether or not I was, I was conscious of it, but you know, people were always like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so, but this one neighbor I have in bedside, I was coming out of the store one day and he said, wow, Tracy, you have gotten really big. I mean, like really big. And that hit me because I was like, oh my God, (laughs) he told me the truth, right? So he told me the truth. So I, so in, in, in this process of the weight coming off, one day I was in the refrigerator and I was bending over and my son came up and he said, miss, miss, I don't know who you are and I don't know how you got in our house, but miss, miss, you got to leave. And I stood up and turned around. I was like, Miles, it's me. And he laughed because he was like, mom, you really should look at yourself in the mirror. Cause I, I, so I, I was like, I just threw it off. So then Radiance, she saw me and she said, mom, you have to buy new clothes, your clothes. So I looked in the mirror, the full length mirror for the first time, because I don't look in the mirror. Uh-huh. And I said, my God, I didn't even recognize myself. Wow. And so what started to happen was I gained more natural energy. Yes. And the natural energy allowed me to want to continue to be better because I'm seeing the results. Like, Absolutely. You, know, I, you know, and I'm feeling more importantly, the results I'm popping out of bed, getting up at six o'clock in the morning, every morning, but there's no pain in it. There's no and feeling great. Yeah. And like, and this, you know, right now, every morning, celery juice, Amen. celery juice, you know, how, how long, how long do you think that it took for you not to have the sugar craving? Oh, um, who? Cause the craving was every day. I fought yes. through the craving. All I had to say in the beginning was, so you still, you want that pain? You want that pain? Okay. Now <laughs> this is, this is important. Pain was your motivator, not yes. weight. Yes. Even though the neighbor said to you, Tracy, you're getting really big. That still was not the motivator. Those pain pills and their ineffectiveness was your motivator. Yeah, it was. And and see, pain will cause you to do some crazy things. Either either on, on the good, 
on the bed, yeah. friend or foe. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pain is in that same category yeah. as sugar, friend oh. or foe. Oh, that was in definitely- this case. Your friend would. It was your friend because it was your wake up call. Right. It moved you to action. Right. And the action has been completely for your good. You say something about sugar now that I love. What's your determination about sugar? Well, sugar's the devil. That's yeah. that's it. That sums it up. Like there's there is not one. And this is what's really interesting. And I know you have this experience when you talk to your clients, but you know, I don't say anything. I don't go around preaching because woo, sugar is also not a comfortable situation. It's like politics, ah, <laughs> right? Seriously, people like flip out, right? So, so I don't say anything. People are like, oh my God, you lost so much weight. What happened? And I said, well, it really, I cut sugar completely out of my life. And more importantly, I don't replenish my body with it, right? And she said, well, that sounds great, but I love my brownies. I love my ice cream. I love my cookies. And I was like, well, I love myself more than I love sugar. And Amen. So I will find an alternative. I'll go vegan. I'll get a vegan cookie. I'll get a vegan donut. There's a great place in Williamsburg when I have that feeling. But because I've allowed myself to taste without sugar, I'm tasting food almost for the first time, you know, and in the grocery store, it was challenging to throw some things out, but I didn't care because, and also you guys, um, um, carbs turn into sugar, you know, pastas, you know, all of these things had to be different. I spend two and a half hours now in the grocery store. Um, I'll do three runs, big runs a month. And I think you have to, I, for me, I have to read every single thing. If I can't okay. pronounce it, I'm not putting it in my body. Let's stop right there, darling, because food should be simple. Mm. And if you are consuming things that have multi-syllables, multi-syllabic words are some chemical concoction that have no business in our mouths. Right. And usually those multisyllabic words are either a salt or a sugar. Wow. Look them up. Wow. Guaranteed. And neither of those do the body good. So the 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 more the fewer amount of ingredients, the better. Yeah. So if I'm going to have a potato chip, I want one with three ingredients only. Potatoes, salt, and oil. That's it. Wow. Wow. That's it. And this grocery store education that you're speaking of, Tracy, if we could just read, listen, you all, reading really is fundamental. And here is where it matters because it can truly save your life. Reading a label. What did you discover, Tracy, in the grocery store reading the labels on your favorite foods and drinks? I discovered on these labels that everything, everything has sugar in it, at least one to four grams of sugar, especially things that you wouldn't even think. Like I got some artichoke jar of artichoke hearts and it had one gram of sugar. 
And I stood there for the longest <laughs> saying, why do these artichokes in this liquid have to have sugar in it? And I mean, and, and I'm constantly putting things back. I, I have a 10-year-old granddaughter who has been brainwashed through certain um, um, digital elements and, and she's influenced. And so she, yesterday, we went to the store and uh, we were in Target and she said, Grandma, can I get, I said, you can get some snacks, you know, for lunch. And I'm talking the organic. I'm moving in that direction. I trust right. a lot too. Um, but she was like, can I have Skittles? And I was like, absolutely not. Skittles no. are banned now in California. Like we know the things that are banned in other countries from the U.S. Why are we eating them? Cereal? Oh my God. Cere I can't pronounce anything on a box of cereal. Like Listen, that's the truth. I want to say something about Skittles. And this is something that has not been discussed. Speaking of things that are not being discussed. Sugar addiction drove Trayvon Martin to the store in the middle of the night. He had an iced tea and a bag of Skittles. Think about that for a minute. Had he not had a craving for that in the middle of the night, might he still be alive? Yeah, what's his name who killed him? Yeah, he's, he's dead wrong. Kill that baby. Absolutely. But Absolutely. the sugar drove him out the house to the store in the first place. I want to go there. Okay? Let's go there. How far will the sugar addiction lead you? I well, think of my own, I think of my own father, who we'd be watching something on TV. He'd look at me and say, I'll go get it if you make it. <laughs> and We'd be whipping up something in the middle of the night. I know what that is. Mm. And my father died of cancer. Mm. I, I will say that when you talk about the addiction, you are absolutely right. Like I, I remember, I love paydays. You know, mm. I always convinced myself that they were healthy because of all the peanuts around them. Right. My husband too. And, oh my God. Mm. And, and I would, and I, and I love Snickers too. I mm -hmm. would, there was a store, two stores across the street from my old house. And I would maybe past 10 PM, I would feel something if I was still up and I would go get a Snickers or a payday. And okay. the comfort that after I had it and with Snickers, I had to be mindful because with Snickers, I wanted to eat more. And yes. this is when I knew I was wrong. I was at a, um, Dwayne Reed and the Snickers King Snickers size, King size Snickers, King size Reese's came out. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> and I bought them and I was like, but not realizing, you don't realize, like, I just, I'm, like I said, I'm very grateful. I'm really grateful for this podcast because education is key. And this is yes, what I is. said to this woman. I said, okay. I'm not going to stand here and try to convince you to cut sugar out of your life. You like brownies, cupcakes, whatever. All I'm saying to you is do your own due diligence and your own research on it. You know, because when you get certain images in your mind, right. and you, you know, my arteries are clogging because of the plaque that I'm creating, blah, blah, blah. That's why I said, I'll never go back to sugar ever. Okay. Ever. And her pain is not bad enough yet. 
Right. That's why the preventive. This is true. The prevention is all about prevention. That notion of I can eat whatever I want to and not get sick is a lie. And until we deal with that, America will continue to be in this cycle of trouble. So I want to thank you for your testimony. I want to gra- congratulate you on how many pounds down? Now I'm down 110. 110 mm-hmm. pounds down from mm-hmm. avoiding sugar. And the pain in your hip, where is that? Um, that the pain is like a three. I don't use the indoor cane, outdoor cane. Um, I was tilted over a little and walking. Now I'm standing straight up and just have a whole different comfort. And, you know, it also, because you feel good, you look good. And so my mindset of going to the store now to buy a sweater or something is totally different than when my friend said, Tracy, you get big. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one last question. How long yeah. did it take? for you to start feeling better and for you to get to this point, 110 pounds down? Um, I started December, 2022. I would say um, March, March, April of this year was when I really felt like, oh my God, like, and then it just, it really is true when you lose weight that that energy it's energy. Yes. That's that's what you get back is that energy because the weight is sluggish and the fatigue, you know, the way you're working your body. So now the way I move now and, you know, I, I'm a swimmer. And so yes. that's um, what I'm going back to because I couldn't do the PT. And that's what I'm excited about because this is all weight loss without any exercise. I have to stress that because I was in too much pain to do it. Wow. Imagine the higher heights you will attain once you exercise. That is going to be spectacular. (laughs) I love swimming as well. Tracy, I can... I just want to thank you so much for being here and for sharing your testimony with us all. And we really get to see through your story. This is real life, real talk. Yeah. Your testimony is showing us that it is possible. Mm-hmm. And from where you were to where you are now is just miraculous. So I want to encourage all of you, if you cannot seem to wean yourself off of sugar, think about this story that you heard today from Tracy and make some other sugars your friend, honey, maple syrup, brown sugar, even organic pure cane sugar that is brown, you all. And it operates just like the white stuff, but even better. I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to thank my team, Christopher Green, technical producer, IW, supervising producer, and DJ Envy, our announcer. I want to thank all of you as well. And remember to let your eyes shine, cut back on the wine. Get good food fast and go easy on the greasy. Until next time, I'm Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire, here to help you attain and maintain your perfect health. I'll see you next Wednesday. God bless you. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. 
coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.